Welcome to TNT Sports Podcast with myself, Terrence Bennett. This is episode number 11. Now, before we jump into it real quick, I want to say you can always keep up with me on my social media um, to keep updated on what I'm talking about or just random posts throughout the week because I have people always tell me you need to do a podcast every day, which I don't have. I can't do that every day. Uh, so you can keep up with everything on the uh, social media. My social media pages on my Instagram is Mr. Underscore T Underscore ENT underscore sports my twitter is at t underscore ent sports you can always hit me hit me up on my gmail if you have any questions or want me to um, talk about something which would be tent sports 14 at gmail.com and of course my facebook page is t hyphen ent sports uh so you can always hit me up on my social media or check my social media to see um upcoming news or uh, whatever the case may be and also if this is episode number 11, so if you, this is your first time checking in on the podcast, you can always go back and listen to episodes 1 through 10 as well, and including today, once we get finished today, just download the Podbean app. Um, when you go to search, type in T-Anti Sports, and you have all episodes, all 11 episodes, uh, you'll be good to go on that. And uh, real quickly, also when I, probably about a week from now, I have a video uh, with all, a lot of good people um, embracing and talking about my podcast, and um, blog and all that good stuff just to let y'all know that hey, it's worth worth listening to so uh, just check my social media pages out and like I said if you haven't heard anything yet, any of the podcasts your first time checking in down with the Podbean app and you know um, catch up with me and um, we're gonna keep this thing going um, had a long weekend um, it was Essence weekend here in New Orleans Louisiana um, and learned a lot man had fun but now it's time to get back to business. But first off, y'all know the crazy NBA. Um, it, was, it was crazy in the NBA the past couple of days, few days. It's been crazy. A lot of trades, big deals being made. Uh, you know, the NBA award had their first one. So, you know, we got a lot to talk about today, you know. Um, of course, with the Saints and then, of course, Terrence Quick Fast. But let's go ahead and jump into the NBA. Now, as you know, the NBA held their first award, which was on last Wednesday on June 26th, hosted by a Young Money rapper, OVO rapper Drake. Um, which was actually, it was a good show. Now, the award winners um, started off with uh, the MVP award, which was given to Russell Westbrook. He took that award home with the MVP award, NBA MVP, and it was well-deserved. Um, he does play with his heart, and, you know, I gained a new respect for Russ after he brought all his teammates on stage with him as well. And he gave a speech, a credible speech to his parents, and, Showing his talk about his, his support system and what all they did for him growing up uh, to get to where he at today, which was great. So I had found a pro a profound new respect for Russell Westbrook and also Michael Jordan wrote him a letter, uh, let him know that he won his first MVP before he won his first ring and told him to keep going. Um, you know Russell is a brand of Jordan as well. So real quick, I'm gonna let y'all check in on let y'all listen in on Russell Westbrook talking to. It um accepting his speech, his acceptance speech, and is dedicated to his parents. So, 
Yeah, let's check that out right quick. Sacrifice everything you you done um, in your life, pops, OG, working two jobs, getting up at four in the morning, waking me up every every night, going to the gym, shooting hoops outside, staying up late playing the video games, man. Uh, to my mom from doing everything uh, to keep our family together. Um, truly, truly, truly blessed to have you as my mother. Um, it's just so amazing. I I couldn't. Never do none of this without you guys. Um, it's just um, I can't say thank you enough. There's so many things I can say about you guys just for putting me here. Um, and I'm just thankful to have you guys in my corner. So love you guys. Okay, that was Russell Westbrook. That was a clip from um his um acceptance speech from the MVP award. Like I said, that he just dedicated that to his parents support system he had with them and that he wouldn't be where they where he is without them so like i said he gained a new respect you know i'm not like a big westbrook fan but he gained a lot of respect from me you know uh, bringing his teammates on stage and then doing doing all that for his parents so that's big of him next up uh and he had he had beat out Russ had beat out Kyrie Kyrie leonard and james harden for that award so i mean it was a that was a good con Good three guys that went against each other for it, and he came out on top with it. So, congrats to Russell Westbrook. Now, the the um, NBA Rookie of the Year award was awarded to uh, Milwaukee Bucks Malcolm Brogdon. I think I said that right. He beat out uh, the Philadelphia 76ers Joel Embiid and Dario Seri. I think I said that right. And next up, the NBA most improved player award went to Milwaukee Bucks Giannis Antetokounmpo I think I said that right um, he's a big deal in Milwaukee he's well deserving of that I was looking at some of his highlights earlier he's straight savage beast and um, next up man the NBA defensive award player award was awarded to Draymond Green we all know he deserved it that wasn't even uh, that wasn't even uh, hard when this Oh, I want to decide on oh, he he definitely deserved that. So dang um big kudos to Draymond Green and and from Golden State the NBA six man award of the of the year award it'd be Rockets Eric Gordon. So uh so the Golden State was for Draymond Green and um Rockets Eric Gordon won the six man of the year award. And his coach, Mike D'Antone from Houston, he won the Coach of the Year Award as well. So big shout out to them and kudos to them. And um and Coach D'Antone had a nice speech as well. Um, thanking everybody. He was saying that it was a team effort. He couldn't win it without his team and the front office, the owners and et cetera. So definitely big shout out to Mike, Coach Mike D'Antone, D'Antone, sorry. Um, next award up, the Twyman Stokes Teammate of the Year Award was Dirk Nowinski from the Dallas Mavericks. The NBA Hustle Award was awarded to Patrick Beverly from the Houston Rockets. The NBA Sportsmanship Award was awarded to Kemba Walker from Charlotte, the Hornets. The NBA Lifetime Achievement Award was awarded to Boston Celtics, 
Bill Russell, the legend himself. So I also have a clip on Bill Russell of what he said to some former guy. I think it was Alonzo Mourning and um, Shaq. And, uh, I can't think of the other two. But I'm going to let y'all hear what he had to say uh, real quick. And it was kind of humorous. It was funny. So listen to what the legend got to say real quick. That was legendary Bill Russell, letting it be known. Uh, I, I saw it was Shaq, uh, the Kimmy Matombo, Alonzo Mourning, and David, um, David, I can't think of his last name. David Robinson played with the uh, Spurs back in the day, along with Tim Duncan. So he was the uh, mess with all those, the old heads as well, which he's the older head, but the old heads as well. So just to finish off the award, um, NBA awards winners, the NBA Cares Community Assist, Assist Award with Boston Celtics, Isaiah Thomas. The NBA Executive of the Year Award with Bob Meyer from Golden State. And the, Cy, the Cy, Cyger Strong, Sager Strong Award was Monty Williams from San Antonio Spurs. Um, so those those was the award winners for the um, NBA Award, two, first ever NBA Award for 2017. So uh, it was a real good show. I enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to many more of those. But um, in other NBA news, Steph Curry signs a $201 million deal, the Supermax deal with Golden State for five years. Now, Steve, uh, Steph received the biggest contract in NBA history. Um, So, like I said, Steph well deserving of it, man. Steph made a name for himself. Uh, is one of the top, the best three-point shooters in the NBA. And you would be a fool to let him go get a man his money. And, and keep him there in Golden State, man. He he's well deserving of it, man. They make, end up making him a franchise. Uh, and Golden State, they they they're not stingy at all as far as money, because they gave Andre Iguodala, uh, I think, forty eight million dollars, uh, three year deal to stay. So this, I mean, they 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 cashing checks out there in um, Oakland and Bay Area in Golden State. It's been a crazy. It's been a crazy couple of days for the NBA. Like I said earlier, the Indiana Pacers did some major drops as well, you know, by trading Paul George to OKC, which was a shocker to me. You know, I thought I thought he'd go end up going to the Cleveland, um, the Cavs, but apparently Cleveland can't really afford him. But like I said, I was in shock. I just found out when I got home one night that Paul George went to he's going to OKC, and I was like, what? You know, so that's crazy. So I'm, I'm real interested to see how it's going to work out with him and Russell Westbrook teaming up together. I mean, that's going to be extra, extra um, help for, extra help for Russell Westbrook. So, um, yeah, that's going to be crazy. And also, they sent Jeff Teague to Minnesota. Um, so Minnesota Timberwolves, I didn't see that coming at all either. So, and like I said, Jimmy Butler is going to Minnesota as well. And um, I mean, Minnesota stacking up, man. They also got uh, Taj Gibson. You know, he he agrees to a deal with Timberwolves as well, and that's like two Bulls going back there with Tom Thibodeau. You know, that's um, Taj Gibson and uh, Jimmy Butler. So they all team up with their old coaches, like the Bulls having a reunion or something like that. Chicago Bulls having a reunion. And also, the L.A. Clippers 
um, Blake Griffin has agreed to a five-year deal, $173 million um, with the L.A. Clippers. So he will stay with them. And former Clipper, well, with a shocker to me, Chris Paul is taking his talents to Houston to play for the Rockets. Um, and also there's rumors going around about Carmelo Anthony going to Houston. So if they if they come to a deal where the Knicks want to let him go and do some type of trade, so that's not that's not we don't know what's gonna happen with that yet, but that's a rumor as well that he will be a Houston Rocket possibly. So we'll see what happened with that. And like I said, the Chicago Bulls traded uh, Butler to Minnesota as well. You um, they said they are willing to waive Rajon Bulls. The Bulls are willing to waive Rajon Rondo if they can't trade him. Uh, so I mean, those are, those are a few more things in the NBA. And also, Phil Jackson has mutually agreed to part ways with the New York Knicks after three three years. So there's a lot of controversy going on with Phil Jackson. Um, and also Steve, I think uh, Skip Bailey said something about do Phil, do Phil Jackson deserve the championship that he won with the players, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Shaq. Nah, one thing I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna take that from him. Like he deserved everything he get. He, he, yeah, he had great players, but at the end of the day, you gotta have great coaching because the coach is the, uh, the head honcho, man, and he create everything, the plays, all that, and the players got to follow that. So I'm not going to take that away from him, even though he had Kobe. Kobe was not, wasn't always the best player. Michael Jordan wasn't always the best player. Shaq wasn't always the best player. You got to be coached up. So he won numerous championships. He deserved what he done. You don't win championships and don't know how got no good coaching. That just be real. So I disagree with uh Skip Bayless on that, man. Phil Jackson deserve all his rings, what he, what all he done won with those guys. I mean, it's a lot of coaches that got superstars on the teams, and um, he's actually a great coach. So I'm not gonna take that away from him, despite what he got going on in New York, or what he had going on in New York. It was just a whole bunch of drama and, and mess. Um, but so, like I said, the NBA, it has been crazy the last few days, and good and bad for NBA fans everywhere. So. Yeah, like I said, it's gonna be a crazy NBA season, and like I said, we it's stuff ain't everything ain't in place yet. We still waiting to see what's gonna happen. Like I said, with Carmelo and other players as well, like they got a little bit of time. Um, so I'm real interested to see what's gonna happen in the NBA. But anyway, we're gonna move on and hop into who that nation, the Saints. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it right quick. Let's get into the New Orleans Saints, man. Let's go ahead and get into who that nation. It's only right. All right, first up, I finally got the news about Saints. Defensive tackle Nick Fairley is what we've been all waiting for the third opinion. Um, it has come to this. Uh, Fairley, Nick Fairley will miss the whole 2017 season as, a, as Saints play, as Saints place him on the non-football injury list, according to NOLA.com. After consulting with s several doctors, Nick had uh, heart issue on his heart issue. So, you know, I guess they they still be determining if he'll ever play again. You know, he, um, Nick's only 29 years old. Uh, he missed all the OTAs, you know, which is organized team activities, and many camp in the spring by visiting specialists in Boston, Massachusetts, who told him he shouldn't play football ever again. And then he saw another doctor in Houston, Texas, who said he could continue playing without any problem. And according to the sources, then Nick saw a third specialist 
earlier this month after consulting with these doctors and others the past few weeks. The Saints informed Fairley through his agent there on their decision of putting him on um, the football injury reserve list. And you know, uh, so, I mean, we just wait. I guess they still keep running tests throughout the year, man, just to see if he go play again ever or he just go sit out this year or whatever. So we just guess they'll keep running tests to see. Um, so all we can do is wait. But as of right now, he's on the non-injury football reserve list. And, um, yeah, so hopefully ho hopefully they can get everything straight because it's kind of confusing. One said you can play and one said you don't play. And they never did say what the third doctor really said. So they just decided to put him on the, the injury reserve list, non-injury reserve list. Now, fairly last year, signed a one-year deal with the Saints. He had one of the best seasons of his career, his NFL career, posting 43 tackles, uh, uh, nine for loss, 6.5 sacks, and 22 quarterback hits. Fairly played, his play helped him earn a four-year, $28 million extension in March. The deal was offered $9 million guaranteed, including an $8 million signing bonus. So, man, like I said, it, they kind of got to hurt. But um, like I said, we still don't know the outcome as of if he, as of right now in the season, he's not playing 2017 season. That's pretty much guaranteed. But as far as him playing again, we're still not sure about that. But like I said, as soon as I get that info, I'll let y'all know. Uh, like I said, only time I can tell. But I mean, that's a good thing. They're taking time to make sure everything okay. But they try to make sure everything is a okay for him to make that transition. So we'll see. Uh, I think he'll be back. I'm sure he'll be back. We just, like I said, there's real precautions right now just to make sure everything um, straight and good to go on the narrow, the up and up. So we just got to be patient and see. But like I said, as soon as I find out, y'all will find out. And y'all can also keep a check on my social media like I told y'all earlier. I post stuff on that as well. Now, Saints left tackle Taron Armstead, you know, tore, uh, tore his um, part of his shoulder during minicap minicamp and will be out four to six months. The earliest he could possibly return is October. And Drew Brees on Armstead injury said that's a big blow. I'm not gonna lie. And that's what that what Drew Brees said about Terry Armstead and he's a major factor to the defense anyway as well. Um, so I mean that's two low blows if you say about Terry Armstead and of course Nick Ferret. Those are both a big contributors to the defense. So uh you know I, I mean I was excited about the Saints defense still is. I'm still, I still, I'm still excited about the Saints defense. But we took two major blows on defense already. Um, yeah, we took major blows on the defense, but now we're taking the offense on, on taking uh, major blows on offense as well. So that's why Drew said that that's a major blow on his end because he wanted his top blockers. So offensive line, you know, left tackle. Terry Armstead a big, big thing for a big deal for the offense, it's the line, you know, the, the front for uh, Drew Brees. So, like I said, we're taking crucial blows on both ends, the defense and the offense right now. Uh, like I said, with Nick Fairley on the defensive um, side of the ball and Terry Armstead on the offensive side of the ball, those are the two major contributors on both sides. So, of course, that that's going to bother Drew. So, hopefully, I think they're working on, um, I forgot who they're going to get to fill in right now. I, I'll post that later. Uh, I'll post that later on just to see. But I have some names in mind that I'm sure they're going to put out there. But like I said, on the defensive end, we got Ryan Ramsey to pick up the slack and other players as well to pick up the slack for Nick. And on uh, offense, like I said, I got to see who can pick up Armstead's job. 
So uh, we'll see what happens, man. And like I said, it's getting closer and close to the season, preseason almost there. It's getting time for it, man. And on time, we tell we'll see what happens. And um, so moving on, what's one of the things that the Saints need to improve on more than anything in the red zone? Well, it is the red zone, rather. I think it's because in 2016, the Saints gave up touchdowns 57% of the time. When teams got inside of their 20-yard line, furthermore, the Saints were dead last at 67% in 2015. This has changed the best. It has to, well, that hasn't changed. The best way to throw away a well-played game is in the red zone. And, of course, also Fanside said the same thing. So, um, like I said, it's... What's going on with the Saints right now is up and down. Like I said, the tar- the, uh, the Armstead um, shoulder issue, man, four to six months, October the earliest. Man, we need him at the beginning of the season as well as the end of the season. That's a major blow. So hopefully the person that fill in for him can hold up on the line and, and keep Drew safe. Give him, time in, the po- give him um, time in the pocket to get the ball off. And if, if Drew need to rush, open that gap for him. Or just hold, just hold, hold up the defenders up, and like I said, we get somebody to play on handle Nick position and see what's um see what's gonna happen with that. So we'll see, man. I will keep y'all updated on everything. We'll see how it go, man. And we'll see um what the potential is as far as preseason. See who who will do what, what they gonna bring to the table. And I think um all the r- rookies are not signed yet to their uh, contracts. So hopefully they'll go ahead and get them contracts signed before. Before uh, the season actually starts. So we'll see. Uh, so now we're going to go ahead and move into Terrence Quick Facts. First up, we'll go on Jameis Winston. He's talking about Alab- old Al- um, former Alabama player O.J. Howard. He's a specimen. And he's happy to have him along with Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. And could possibly be a good tactic to them being one of the top offenses in the NFL. Crazy. Uh, that's a, that's a nice lineup to have OJ and Deshaun. You know OJ got OJ got the strength, Deshaun got the speed. OJ can block as well, so that may hold um, give Jameis Winston some time in the pocket as well, and and have a receiver with the speed of Deshaun Jackson. It's gonna be a lot of passing. It's a lot of passing because no, I don't think I haven't seen too many guys that can really cover that man. He's, he's a straight speed demon, if you will. So I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with Tampa Bay. I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the NFL just in general anyway. So next up, rookie quarterback with Denver, Denver Broncos rookie quarterback, Chad Kelly, hopes to start throwing within two weeks while he recovers from his wrist surgery. Um, so we'll see what he's going to do. Um, ex-running back Clint Portis was ready to commit a murder until his friend talked him out of it. It was a financial situation. Um, he um, pretty much lost everything through his, one of the managers he had. Uh, I think Clint, it said he lived in a two-bedroom apartment somewhere, but he, he had a lot of financial, I think somebody, one of his managers stole money from him or something like that and put him in a real bind where he found filed bankruptcy and all that type of stuff. So he really wanted to just take him out. But his friend talked him out of him and told him it wasn't worth it. Listen to his friend, which it really won't worth it, because, like I said, what's what killing him gonna do? It's not gonna bring your money back. You know, it just gotta find other ways to get it, and be very mindful who you pick to take care of your money, man. I know it's kind of iffy. Anybody can say 
they qualify for this, they qualify for that, you know, even family or what or whatever the case may be. That same thing happened to Trent Richardson as well, but he had family take his money. So, I mean, with those situations, you really got to be mindful of who you put in those situations. You might want to do background checks, everything, because some people play around with your money. Same thing happened to Vince Carter too, but he came out of that. Uh, he ended up firing dude, but he caught it early enough. So, I mean, any professional athlete or anybody just in general that's making ample amount of money need to be very mindful of who y'all pick to run that money, man. Uh, just background checks, anything necessary that you need to do, because that's you probably want to get everything on paper to be for sure. But yeah, uh, Clint Porter was a, a, a nice running back for Denver and Washington. Uh, he almost tried to commit a murder though, and um, it was talking to headlines and. Uh, and I'm glad his friend was there to talk him out of it because it ain't really worth it. But uh, moving on, Michael Vick alongside with Terrell Owens and Chad Ochocinco plays in the AFFL, American Flag Football League. Now, I'm looking at Michael Vick highlights. The kids, he still got it. He still throw like a like a, a fresh college quarterback, a fresh NFL quarterback. He still got it, man. He a vet, but he still got that, that arm on him. He a, he a lefty. So yeah, and I'm um, Terrell Owens as well, and Chad Ochocinco. So um, this is my first time hearing about the American Flag Football League, and uh, it's a professional flag football team. Well, um, it's my first time hearing about it, and I, I watched a little bit of it, and I like it. It's, it's kind of cool to see some old heads play it. Um, and like I said, Terrell Owens still got that speed as well as Chad Ochocinco. He still got football fundamentals and techniques that they still use out there. So it's still these boys look like they young like that. So. They they stay in great shape. Now moving on, Levar Ball was on Raw with wrestler The Miz, alongside with two of his sons, which was Lonzo and Lamelo, which was funny. If you get a chance, man, if you didn't watch that, go YouTube, type in Levar Ball on, on Raw or Levar Ball talking to The Miz or whatever. Go on YouTube and watch that, man. It was like the funniest thing I ever seen. Uh, the man took off his shirt, man. It was just funny. Um, just go watch it, man. It was it was it was comical for me, man. I mean, he just moving forward, man. He making positive moves, and I mean, he getting all these opportunities. I mean, blessings on top of blessings. So, I mean, it's only it's only um moving up, going up for them. Now, this what I'm about to read y'all now is about Ray Lewis. I'm kind of disappointed in Ray Lewis, but anyway, I'm reading to what he said. You know, Ray Lewis told Colin Kaepernick, "Do you?" Want to play football or do you want to be an activist? Which was I'm real disappointed in Ray Lewis. Um, I think Ray Lewis is losing his touch, man. I mean, he just saying stuff off the wall as well. He, you you can stand up for what you believe in. If Colin Kaepernick, he loved the game of football, but he want to stand for something as well. And that's a that's the problem with a lot of these guys. You have a certain platform that can be heard. So Colin Kaepernick is using his platform by being an NFL quarterback to speak out on what's going on in the world as far as racial or whatever the case may be. And he acting, Ray Lewis must not know his history. It was so many sports activists out there. You know, you had your Muhammad Ali, Kareem, Jackie Robinson, list goes on of activists that play professional sports. And for him to say that, that's real disappointing. Um, like I said, it's, it's, it's people out there, players out there actually this just against stuff, and they go use their platform to stand on it. LeBron do it as well, you know. And my whole thing is, 
do stuff for your community not even if you just do it being active being an activist do do stuff for your community do stuff for people the less fortunate that's the way i feel if you got it help other people out don't be selfish with it so uh you know colin kaepernick you know he gave suits to the homeless of his own personal suits where he can go so they can go get jobs and also he donated a lot of money to schools and all this good stuff man he he lending help out there that's needed and he's standing up for people as well what but like i said or uh, with the policemen or whatever going on so I mean, kudos to Colin Kaepernick. Keep doing what you're doing. Disregard Ray Lewis, man. It's just some people that don't just they just be running their mouth, man. Like um, the guy I was telling y'all about last week. I don't even want to see his name. It was just it, I don't know, man. But anyway, we're gonna move on with Terrence Quick Facts. Now, John Sally says LeBron going to the Lakers may hurt LeBron's legacy, and I that's why I said in the previous episode, previous podcast, that his legacy will be ruined if he go to L.A. Because L.A. already got a legacy. You know, Kobe is... When you think of L.A. Lakers, you think of Kobe. You think of Shaq. You think of Magic Johnson. You think of Kareem Abdul. Uh, Jabbar. You think of those guys. David David West. You think of those guys. Or mainly really think about Kobe, though. And that's his legacy. That's their legacy. I think... When I think of LeBron. I think of Cleveland. I think of Ohio. I even thought of Miami, but I'm not Lakers, man. I don't think he should go there. And uh, John Sally said pretty much the same thing I said as for that. And I said this in the previous podcast for John Sally even said that. So for him to say that, I mean, that's that's how I felt as well. So like I said, everybody entitled their own opinion about that, but I don't really see LeBron going to the Lakers. If he do, it would shock me. Like I said, anything don't shock me these days. Like Paul George went to OKC. It's just crazy stuff happening. So like I said, we don't know. Only time would tell. So we shall see. Now, Chauncey Billups will play in um, the Big Three game according to Two Four Seven Sports. Now you know Chauncey Billups is the GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now he just signed a five-year deal, I think, last week to be the general manager after Cleveland on um, fire their former GM. But yeah, Chauncey Billups—he said he quit, but he came back. He played for the Killer Threes. With uh, Stephen Jackson on the um, big three, on the killer threes in the big three Ice Cube League, so he played to, uh, last night, and he will be playing again. So he he, he gonna continue to play. I think he missed just one game, the first the startup game, which was last week. Um, so I'm looking at some highlights. You know, he still got it. Next up, Master P held his celebrity basketball game for Essence Fest this past weekend at Xavier Convention Center. Xavier University Convention Center in New Orleans this past weekend. Uh, so we had a couple guys. He had D1, who I shouted out last week. Um, Kodak Black. Uh, Lil Romeo, his son. Uh, I, think, I think he had his brother, Sip the Shocker, Ray J, uh, Dougie Fresh, Currency, Anthony Mackey, Mystical. Uh, Kid Killer, Scrappy, Jacoby Jones, and Young Jock, and Trey Song, just to name a few, who came out and played in the game. Uh, so, uh, like I said, big guy, big up the Masterpiece for his Hope Nola Foundation, uh, where he do a lot for the city. So definitely big shout for Masterpiece. Always looking back for his city and helping the city of New Orleans out. Definitely big shout to Masterpiece. But moving on, Taco Charter from Michigan. Uh, you know, he's a Dallas, he's a rookie from, that's at Dallas now. He got a deal 
with a Mexican restaurant chain. Uh, just off his name, Taco. So that's crazy. Um, and next up, man. Last but not least, Allen Iverson get this get the Sports Illustrated cover in his big three big threes threes company jersey with roses. So uh AI still doing his thing. If you haven't checked out checked out the big three yet, please check it out. Man, you can go look at highlights on the website, big three dot com and I think they got jerseys and everything now on there. So I mean um and also you can go to YouTube as well. And they're covered on Fox Sports One so you can also go on there as well and check it out. Uh but from what I seen I like his legit basketball. Um, I like it. You know, Al Harrington, you got your Allen Iverson, of course, um, Chauncey Billup, and the list goes on with greats that former players that played in the NBA. I think Gary Payton, he a coach. Uh, Dr. J coaching. Like I said, you just got to check it out and see what's going on with it. And I enjoy it. But anyway, we didn't came to the end of the show. Uh, and it's been a good one, I think. And uh, it's been very informative, I think. And uh, like I said, if you haven't listened to any of my other podcasts, it's your first time and you enjoy to go back and listen to the episodes from one to now, just download the Podbean app, type in the search T-ENT Sports, and it will bring every episode up to you. And please follow it as well. And again, my social media is my Twitter is at T underscore ENT Sports. My Instagram is Mr. underscore T underscore ENT underscore Sports. My Gmail is tentsports14 at gmail.com. And, of course, my Facebook is t-entsports. And like I always say, continue to check that out. Write me. Uh, let me know what kind of question you got. Put your name, where you're from, and the question. I'll put it on my show. Um, and also, like I said, I have business cards coming soon. I have a delay in those, so hopefully I'll be getting them really soon. And I will be passing them out. Um, merch coming soon as well. Got a little delay on that as well. So just keep rocking with me. We're going to make it to the top. Um, so, but again, appreciate each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all again. Keep supporting, man. Keep supporting the movement. And look out for this video I got coming up with all my people. Shout out my podcast. Look, quick movie, man. And I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, man, I appreciate each and every one of y'all again. Have a good Monday morning. Salute.